This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. I'm going to talk to Craig Bowler-Jack here momentarily. I got breaking news. Okay, hit us. Vladimir Putin scored an amazing eight goals today to lead his hockey team to a 13-9 victory. I saw that. I saw that. Don't think the the other team was playing much defense against uh, <laughs> your guy, Vlad. You don't think anybody's going to hit him? No, I don't think so. Not if they want to uh, see the light of date again. Are we ready for Bowler? This is quite the intro for Bowler. Let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now, the television voice of the Utah Jazz, our good friend Craig Bowler. Jack, what's going on, Bowler? Is this really Jake and Gordon together? Come on, man. I know. Can you believe it? Yeah, it's great to have you guys back. Oh, man. It's... Together again. Absolutely. And I was just out, you know, because I'm just, you know, finding new hobbies. I was listening to you. I'm making, I'm just cooking, I'm baking some biscuits out, out in the kitchen <laughs> right now. So... Hey, Bowler, I know this is probably going to cheer up your day, and you probably already know about this, but did you see that, like, four calls went against the Jazz in the two-minute uh, yes. report? Yes. I'm, su- I'm surprised it was limited to just four, but yes. Yeah, I wonder how that happens uh, against Golden State and a guy named Curry. No, I don't know. Not those are those two-minute reports are pretty interesting when you dig into them. You know, it really is. Jake doesn't like him, Bowler, because nope. he thinks – all it does is throw gas on the fire. But I like that candor. I like the fact that they say, yep, we screwed up. But what, is that, what does that do for anybody? I don't Nothing. know. It somehow, it, you know, it makes complainers feel it better. It just angers people. <laughs> you know, there's, there's two ways to look at it. It depends. I mean, it's that half glass empty, half empty, right, approach. But there is anger because it's, ah, I told you so. But it also keeps the referees on their toes. But also... It, it does drive the um, is there a conspiracy theory type situation. But, you know, it, it's a hey, either way, you know, sports is all about it's not perfect. It's officiated by humans. You try to be or you hope you keep them as honest and on their toes as possible. But it's a job I would not want in no way, no way would I want that job. Bowler is with us here, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What did you think about the the comeback that almost was last night, uh, Bowler? It was a weird game. Jordan Clarkson, oh. you know, caught fire and single-handedly brought him back. I mean, it was pretty remarkable. Too bad it came up short, but pretty fun to watch. Yeah, it was fun to watch. Uh, it was, uh, you know, you, you, you're down 18, you come back and take the lead, and then Steph Curry does what Steph Curry does. He he hits game-winning shots. And, you know, Jordan had a, had a look in the corner. Uh, maybe a bit rushed it you know kind of fell off to the right and hit the side of the of the backboard but yeah he uh, I heard you and Tim discuss this and how jazz fans felt last night with you know Clarkson putting up 33 shots I think it's a really good a good discussion and and what you guys discussed I get it there wasn't really anybody else on the floor that was in the groove or taking shots or wanted to take shots and 
you know, the old cliche is you go with the guy with the hot hand, and he was willing to take those shots and, um, you know, brought him back uh, from 18 down to make a game of it. But, you know, I don't think they had to be in that position. I think that's what part of the discussion is, too. Look, uh, again, you got to get a little tougher, and also the ball coming out of your hands and, you know, live ball turnovers, the passing. This has to be cleaned up before playoffs because teams that the Jazz will face, it could be Golden State. They will most likely face Phoenix if they're going to win a Western Conference championship. But guards who have speed and that they rebound, miss threes, and all of a sudden, before you know it, you snap your fingers and they run downhill and they're at the rim. And if you have an errant pass, open floor, the other end, how many times, I think it was at least three or four that that Golden State had free runs to the rim off of a stolen, you know, stolen pass, an errant pass. So I think for me, when asked what's your biggest concern, I think it's, to me, it's there. And I I know that, you know, there's been a couple of, you know, Twitter, uh, you know, discussions and, you know, Twitter gets into all sorts of discussions, but, you know, really what's the biggest concern to me, that's mine. And you you can talk about defense you can talk about, you know, the health, Donovan Mike getting back and fitting back into this rotation as starters, but I still think it's turnovers, man. When I look at it, it's like wow. And they're time, they're they're let's say they're timely for the opponent. They're untimely for the Jazz, and it can really turn a game around in in a, in a real hurry or put you in a hole in, in in a very quick way. And I thought that's what happened to the Jazz last night. I applaud the fact they still fought. Right, that's what you want to see, and they actually retook the lead, but. You have to ask yourself, should they have even been in that position in the first place? And one of the reasons they were were the very turnovers of which you were speaking, Bowler. Well, you know, look at it. 26 points, man. Uh, And against the Golden State Warriors, who who will take advantage of everything you give them on 15 15 turnovers. So 26 points. And, Jake, you look at this other side of the coin, man. It's, you know, Golden State took care of the ball, right? 10 10 turnovers. That's That's a great night. Coaches would applaud that. And, they allowed six points off the turnover, so the Jazz couldn't take advantage um, basically at all against any miscues by the, by the Warriors. So, look, it's the road. I get it. But still, I still think it's going to be an issue that the Jazz have to rectify before you get into the postseason. There's not much time left, uh, obviously three games. But it's, we've talked about this all season long. I don't know if you can fix it because of the way the Jazz play, Jake, right? Yep. Three ball comes off the rim. If you don't make it, those balls just pop and they come deep unless you've got a body or a couple out on the perimeter uh, to even retrieve it. Uh, then you have some issues because we've watched a lot of teams kind of run free off missed threes. I wasn't trying to rhyme there, but it just happened to, to sound that way. <laughs> so, Bowler is with us here on the big show on 97.5 and uh, 1280 The Zone. What do you think about the Warriors as a potential matchup in the first round? How much was, should that worry the Jazz? You know, it could happen. I mean, I, I was, uh, you know, look, can one man beat a team? I mean, Steph Curry's probably playing at the highest of levels maybe of his career. I mean, we compared him to the 2015-16 MVP campaign, and he still leads the league and made threes and leads the league in scoring. And he didn't disappoint, you know, last night for Warrior fans. I mean, he's incredibly talented. Um, I, 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 I'm in awe of his ability to uh, his range with the three, but his, I'm in awe of the of his confidence in taking the three. 
I don't care if he has two guys hanging on his back or a hand, you know, right in his face, he still is able to get the shot away. And that's impressive. And, you know, he shoots 43% and he takes 11, 11 three point shots a night. And uh, he's, he's deadly. He has been, I think he's, he'll be the, when history's written, there's only a couple of guys I think that will be mentioned in how the, the game changed. You know, Nowitzki obviously a seven footer with a trailer three, but range, uh, I think I think Steph Curry has to be on top of that list. Um, you know, James Harden comes to mind how he changed the game, and but man, Steph Curry just has an incredible ability to knock down the deep shot. And right now, I don't see much much. Uh, let's just say he he has range. I don't know if there's a limit. I mean, sooner or later, you, you're are you going to be hitting half court threes? I mean, he's shown that he can do it, but. Uh, Jake, I would be, yeah, that would be a really tough 1-8 matchup if the playing games turn out to be that way, right? Um, and we'll see how it works out. It kind of keeps the, I know there's anti-play-in, and there's some who believe it's a, it's a good thing for the NBA, uh, LeBron being one who says it's not. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see. I, I You know, the sad thing for the Jazz and the Suns, whoever finishes 1-2, you still have to wait to see who your opponent is, right, uh, before you can really get your – your, your focus uh, on who that opponent will be. But I think for the fans, it's a good thing. I really do. Because it keeps everyone, you know, what we're talking about now. We're, we're, when we do broadcasts, we're looking one through ten now on, on standings because, you know, there's, there's teams that have a shot to actually be almost like a Cinderella in the NCAA tournament to jump in and grab a, a spot and maybe be pulling upset. So uh, that's what the league wants, eyes on the game and also more – I would say focus from teams instead of ditching games and packing for one, two, three Cancun, as they always say. Other teams are much more involved, and these games have much more impact and meaning right now. So, Bowler, do you think the Jazz are vulnerable heading into the playoffs uh, because of these weaknesses you've noticed at times? Well, I think they're going to have to, as Quinn would say, I think they have to play precise. That's that's the word he gave me a week or two ago, and I think he's right. When they play Jazz basketball, and Tim and Jake, you guys talk about this all the time. I love the drive back because there's good breakdown moments there. And, Gordo, you were on a couple of times uh, last week with, with Austin, right? And, Jake, by the way, congrats on the new addition. Hey, thanks, Bowler. Appreciate that. Yeah. I haven't gotten a cigar from you yet, but I'll wait. <laughs> I'll work on it. One head in your way. <laughs> I'll take a bubble gum one if that's all you, you got, got man. You got all right. But, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's concerning. Uh, but again, when the Jazz play, they're one of the best teams in the league, and the, and the record proves that. But when they're off, and Gordon, I'm not sure if you wrote about this, but it seems like you know the flu runs through, and it's just not one or two players. It seems like the entire team. I don't know if that's the the fact that the rotation and the ball movement tends to stop, and the Jazz are incredibly precise when they move the ball, and but they also become as I just mentioned, a little more vulnerable if a defender can time it and pick the pass off. One too many passes sometimes will turn into a turnover for the Jazz. But when they play it, it's it's really great basketball. It's a beautiful thing to see. Uh, and the way the Jazz can pile up 25, 27, 29 assists on a given night because they're, they're moving the ball and everybody gets a touch on it. So I think you have to be really careful, right? But you have to be precise. The other thing, too, is, Gordo, you know, with three games left, and of course, the report on Donovan is they'll re, you know, review and recalculate his status on Friday. You know, again, getting Mike and Donovan back into rhythm 
with these with this team who has taken three three bench players and made them starters. I'm speaking of Joe, you know, and of course, you know, Royce is playing alongside. He's a starter, yes, and obviously, you've got. Uh, I make that too because it's it's uh, George Niang who's taking advantage of the minutes and. You know, now you have to say, okay, Mike, Donovan, here you go. And can they blend back in? And how quickly? I get it. They're all-stars. But still, when you're out that long, it takes time. And you hate to see that happen right at the first game of a playoff series. But you'd love, you'd love to have them you know, at least get a game under their belt before the postseason starts. But they also get a week off prior to, to tipping off uh, postseason play. But there's nothing like game action. Uh, I think everybody agrees on that. Well, they're taking the Jazz out of the conversation for a second. Who do you think the team to beat in the West is? Well, if it isn't the Utah Jazz, um, i got to be honest. What I've seen, Chris Paul has made an incredible impact with Booker and given him um, an opportunity, and I'm speaking of Chris Paul, to, to go and, and win a championship. Um, Denver, I think, is, a, is, a, is sneaky good. If, if Jokic is the MVP, it's for a reason. Uh, because he's, you know, we've seen him now for several years and grow and grow. And, you know, he's he's got that cool, calm kind of assassin's approach to the game with the three-point shot. He's quicker footed than I think I ever thought he would be. And he's able to move around the bucket and, and shoot uh, with pretty much ease, even on Gobert at times. Um, he's got a high arcing shot and he's able to get it up and in. Um you know, I don't know how what the Lakers are, Jake. Jake, I, I don't know what you, what you guys think. I'm not sure where LeBron is on this and his health and where AD is. But if anybody can fight through this situation, he's not happy if he has to play. You know, get into a play play in playoff situation. Um, but there's about four or five teams here that that are legit, uh, and I'd even mention Dallas and Luca. Um, you know, bench play will play a factor, but a lot of teams, you know tighten up the rotation so you may you know the jazz have been using a lot of different players throughout the season i'm anxious to see how quinn plays it in the playoffs as he stays as is or if he tightens up those minutes and starters play more and you'll just even get more minutes from jordan clarkson and even george niang so you know it's going to be interesting but i i think that this will be a great playoff series and what's going to happen in the first round jake i think you'll agree right somebody some some really good team and for Jazz fans, hopefully not the Jazz are going to be knocked out, and it's it's going to it's going to disappoint some folks. I mean, if Phoenix would take on the Lakers two seven, wow, that would be something. And if the Jazz and Golden State Warriors, who've been there and won titles with Curry and Draymond, that's a hell of a series. So um, just wait and see how this thing turns out. I think it's going to be some really good basketball in the West. I really do. Well, or do you think the Jazz are going to finish number one in the West? I mean, that's, I do. that's interesting I, because Jake and I were kind of almost chuckling about this, really, because last night the Jazz had the Warriors and they're tiring them out so that the Warriors play Phoenix tonight. <laughs> and so that gives Phoenix a bit of an edge. And then didn't you say, uh, Jake, that uh, the Jazz play Portland tomorrow and then the the the, uh, the Warriors? The Suns play the, Suns, the Blazers I'm on sorry. Thursday, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Suns get the Blazers thereafter. So here the Jazz are kind of doing the Suns some favors. They could be. Uh, there was a lot of minutes played last night. In fact, I want to see what uh, Steph actually ended up playing. He went 37. He averages 34. 
So uh, the the 33 year old can you know he can still motor out there. He played along with Draymond Green the most minutes of any Warrior last night. All the starters went 30 plus, and so did the Jazz except for Niang who went 26. Clarkson went 35. Um, yeah, but you think they outlast them? The Jazz outlast the Suns. Well, look, they could have helped themselves in a big way stealing that win last night. They didn't. But tomorrow night's home game, you know, is a must. Sorry, but it is. I mean, you still go on the road. I can't predict what Oklahoma City is going to think. I mean, those guys could be packed. Their bags are packed. They've lost 13 of 14, 14 of 15. I mean, it's it's an amazing thing. And then you finish with Sacramento, who, by the way, has been playing some pretty good basketball down the stretch front here. They're on their floor tonight against OKC. That should be a real thriller there with OKC and Sacramento. But the Phoenix-Golden State game, man, you can't keep your eyes off that. Dallas-Memphis, I'm just looking at the scoreboard watching right now. Those are later tip-offs tonight. And uh, the Clippers are playing Toronto. That one's intriguing because I tell you, the Raptors are a good are a good team despite the record of 27-41. and 41. So, And Denver's on the floor right now. Uh, they're up by five just tipping off in Charlotte. So, man, I, I you know. I guess I'm, gl- I'm glad that I don't hang out in Vegas too much because I, I couldn't I couldn't make heads or tails on how this thing's gonna it's gonna turn out. But I think the Jazz, if they take care of tomorrow night, yeah, they'll they'll go on their way. Do they get get help tonight from Golden State? They could easily. That home floor has fans on it now, and the way Curry's playing and the way they're focused on being in this postseason play, uh, I think they want to make some noise themselves and uh, prove they can win even without Clay Thompson. Last thing for me, Bowler, and it's not basketball-related, but uh, in the news today, the Oakland A's are threatening to move out of Oakland. And, of course, that uh, springs the conversation. Could mm, yes. this market uh, support a Major League Baseball team? What do you think? Well, that one is intriguing to me. Um, Gordo, wasn't it what Larry Miller thought by 2025 or 2030 or before? Wasn't he on the show one time with us a long time ago who mentioned Major League Baseball coming to town? Yes. He thought it would happen? Yep, he said exactly that. Um, well, I mean, I would love it. The first thing that hit my mind, Jake, when you said that is, I'm not sure if there's enough corporate sponsors to make it happen. Um, and, of course, building the ballpark. Look, the one that the, the – and the one the bees play in is beautiful. I mean, can you extend it, expand it? I don't know. Most likely not. Uh, you'd have to go someplace else. And does the city buy the land and make it happen for the ownership groups? You know, what happens here is don't get your hopes up too high because we've heard this a lot, and then all of a sudden the city comes up, you know, with a way to make it happen, you know, to, to pay for it, the, the team that is threatening to leave. Um, but, man, it, it, I tell you, this, the, the Valley's grown so much, even since Larry's passing, and the way that Ryan Smith is talking about Silicon Valley, Jake, in the south part of the valley, do you build it in the south, or do you take it downtown if you would get the A's? I don't know. And what about Sunday play? How well, that's fair. I mean, those are all questions you have to ask, ask and get an answer with, right? Yeah. Um I, I I would guess that this community could support Major League Baseball, but that's my position. It's just a guess, but I think it. Uh, and 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 Bowler, isn't this like one of the fastest growing metro areas in all of the U.S.? Look at the real estate market right now. 
Jake, what do you think? Thirty-five thousand? Can you can you do that on a consistent basis? Yeah, that's see, that's the that's the hard part, right? Because there's so many home games in Major League Baseball, right? You know, we've got forty-one here for the Jazz, and uh, it's double that, double, double that. that for baseball, and then double yeah. the capacity too, right? So yeah, it's tough. How's the sound of the Salt Lake Royals sound? You know, that kind of has a nice little ring to it. <laughs> I'm just but, joking, Bowler. I'm just trying to bulk at you a little bit. But, you know, I mean, the, the Royals have got to stay in Kansas City. Look, though, the, the Sacramento Kings were once the Kansas City Kings, right? And they left in the middle of the night and went to Arco Arena that was supposed to be a temporary stadium and I, or arena, and I think it, it's, it stood for 30 years until they finally got a new one. But, see, that's what happens. When you promise things, if you come, we will build it. <laughs> and you pretty much have got to put a shovel in the ground before they actually do, right? And that's a real that's a it's a real risk. It's a it's a huge investment, but you know, one thing they do do uh do do, sorry about that. <laughs> when you build it, the economic growth around the stadium is insane. So I think that's the one thing too. If you build it maybe in the south part of the valley, that only what Jake escalates home value, restaurants, bars, all the above. I mean, it'd be, uh, I'm sure there's someone right now, or there maybe, they, maybe maybe Larry did it, where he did a, uh, a, you know, investigated the economic impact and the cost of what it would do or would be to bring that in. I mean, they, they I think he also thought maybe the NFL one day. I don't know if that's possible, but uh, that's 65000 on a Sunday, by the way, and some Mondays and some Thursdays, but Hey, baseball's intriguing. I'd go. Absolutely. It goes from what? April to October. So it does overlap the Jazz playoffs, and it does overlap the beginning of the NBA season and college football in the state. But, uh, you know, growth will bring that if, if that's uh, – and, again, if there's an investor, that's the most important thing. Who, who would pay for it and who would be the main uh, – the foundation of the, of, of, the, uh, of the franchise? Be pretty cool. I think if you answer the question, would it increase or improve the quality of life in Utah? I think the answer would be yes. Huh? Well, I think if you build it, you spend a lot of money up front. But you're right. I think in the long run, the return would come, right? I mean, the return would come back with with the growth of, of the Valley. And it's there's not much room left. I mean, look, I remember when I, I know we're running along, but when I first came to Salt Lake and I drove from Salt Lake to Provo to do BYU football and basketball, you, know, you could almost doze off from the point of the mountain to the Orem exit, right? And now I don't even recognize it when I drive south. I mean, that is a jungle down there. And, and it's an amazing thing to see the growth that's occurred in the south part of the valley and beyond. So you, know, you may have to build a ball, ballpark, you know, uh, maybe where the, the, the old prison will soon be, right? Because they're building a new one. Um, past the airport, maybe that area becomes a development. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. Well, Bowler, thank you as always for jumping on, and we'll see you here at the arena coming up tomorrow night. All right, guys. Glad to see you back, and uh, I'll go back to bacon biscuits. I'll see you later. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Bowler. Enjoy those biscuits. Put a little country gravy on those biscuits. Ah, Sounds good, doesn't it? That does sound good. That sounds really good, actually. I like like my biscuits kind of... um, Soft on the inside, but just a little kind of that 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 brownish kind of uh, coating on top, so you get a little crunch to them, but not too much. 
Calm down there, Hans. It's, <laughs> it's a biscuit. Promo code pie. Promo code pie. I told uh, Austin this. I went back and, and watched my rousing episode of uh, cooking uh, uh, the meal that you guys didn't believe that I cooked. That you didn't cook, yeah. And and, and it was it was entertaining. I think I might have a future, maybe a cooking show. You tell, tell him the whole thing. What? That you had someone else that hadn't heard about it or watched it before watch it. Yeah, but these were my friends and who they are said, equally cynical as you guys They said are, that right? it was not proof in the slightest, right? Yes. Yeah, the kind of did. Yeah. That's not believable. That's that, not at all. I've got it right here. And if you here's want to the finished product. Let's, uh, it may change your opinion if you watch wa- it again. I watched it once. Actually, <laughs> I think I probably watched it twice because I thought there's no way that this is all he sent me, right? <laughs> There's got to be more to this. There's got to be some sort of uh, of evidence that has been sent along here. You guys really have trust issues. Oh, it was so weak. I thought it was thorough. <laughs> Not even close well, I to couldn't thorough. Have, what do you want? You want two hours of uh, of a video? One, the show ended at seven, so it could have been two hours considering. <laughs> Hello, Wildcats. <laughs> you ate like a half an hour later. <laughs> And look at this beautiful meal I cooked. True, I didn't film any of it, but here it is. <laughs> I did. I filmed the part slicing the cheese. I filmed the part slicing the tomatoes. And I filmed the part. Hardly cooking. Didn't you Didn't you sprinkle some stuff on a salad and say, oh, here, here. Example, I did Not it. Not to mention the key lime pie. And then the key lime pie. The key lime pie, all right. I took it a step too far with that. But all the rest, totally legit. Mm. Absolutely. Slicing tomatoes and cheese. What a chef! <laughs> I, I was, I I put that salad together, man. Uh, let's see here. We've got uh, Lois just sending me this uh, via the Utah Jazz. We have some breaking news. Ooh! Uh, in advance of Utah's final three games of the regular season, Donovan Mitchell was reevaluated by the team's medical staff today for a sprained ankle he sustained on April 16th. He continues to make progress toward a return, but will be out. For Utah's final three contests, Mitchell will not travel with the Jazz for the team's upcoming road trip and will remain in Salt Lake City to continue treatment. He will be reevaluated prior to the start of the NBA playoffs. You know, I'm telling you, that sounds a little scary, actually. Uh, why scary? Uh, reevaluated before the start of the playoffs? And when are they going to know? I don't know. They're not going to tell us. And that's literally the same language well, they've used this whole time. I know, but now we're getting closer to the playoffs. I, You know, I as I was watching the game last night and I saw Donovan on, on TV with Bowler, I thought, I don't think he's – I don't even think he's considering getting back. I thought that was a real tip of the hand that this thing is going to go on a while. Mm, okay. Well, they just confirmed that. Yes, I know. But I'm just saying I had that impression. I think give the extra time. I, I don't know. I'm not inside of Donovan's ankle. I'll tell you what, if it's if it's not 100%, it's certainly not worth coming back for yeah, a I game. Agree, I agree with that for sure. Yeah. So, And I, I feel the same way about Mike Conley. Uh, but if you're if you're just uh, tuning in, uh, Donovan Mitchell will not make his return in the regular season. He'll be reevaluated before the playoffs. What if he's not ready to go for the playoffs? And Jazz are in real trouble. Just like any team without their best offensive player. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it turns out. Uh, those ankle sprains, man, I tell you, they can be tricky. 
I'm not comparing myself to, to Donovan Mitchell, but I had a bad one once and uh, it took a long time for it to heal up. I, I could do things on it later, but I still felt the effects of it. I think it was nearly a, nearly a year before it felt completely normal. Yeah, and that man. wasn't a high ankle sprain. It was a low ankle sprain. And Donovan isn't half the athlete you were. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I, I yeah, he's I, half. I, I don't. He's no, half. I don't he's mean to compare 50%. myself, but I'm just saying that from a physical standpoint, that that is as a challenge to overcome. So, uh, what did it happen? How long did we figure that uh, out? Just uh, I just read it. Um, let me go back to it. April sixteenth. Oh, April sixteenth. That was the afternoon game against the Pacers. Okay. Right. And who was it that kind of slid under him a little bit? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was somebody in the postgame who brought that up that I hope he didn't do it on it purpose. It was Bogey. Yeah, it was Bogdanovich that brought it up, yeah. I'm trying to remember who it was. When I saw it live, I didn't think it was uh, it was dirty. But who was it Karis Levert? It might have, no, I don't think it was Levert. After I heard that in the postgame and I went back and watched it, it kind of raised an eyebrow. Huh. Well, he's. Uh, it's almost been a month, and uh, he's got, uh, what, uh, uh, essentially two weeks until the playoffs start for the Jazz. Yeah, we can have it'll start Saturday, but likely Sunday. So, so yeah, he, uh, we know he's getting fantastic treatment. That's for sure. So, that should help. I would guess he'll be back for the playoffs again. Just a guess because we have no idea. We don't. All right. Uh, let's see here. And Mike Conley, by the way, is officially out for tomorrow's game. Juwan Morgan also out for tomorrow's game. All right. All the Jazz is going to have to do it. Without uh, without uh, the force that they would otherwise, and it'll be interesting to see if teams try to do what the what the uh, what the Warriors did to them last night with those switching defenses. All right, we'll have more coming up next. We're way over, but we had to get that breaking news in. It is the Big Show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty, the Zone. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you for making us part of your day. Big thanks to our friends at uh, Syringa Networks. If you're working from home with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner at Syringa Networks. Call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. Also, thanks to our friends at Davis Vision. Their spring LASIK sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses. Save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call today, 801-253-3080, Davis Vision. Why do I feel like I'm sitting on a toadstool over here? I don't know. What? I don't even know what you're describing. This chair. Is it squishy like a mushroom? or? <laughs> What a description. A toadstool? Like at a, I'm just picturing like Super Like Little Miss Muffet? I'm picturing it's, it's, Super Mario Brothers. It's about a foot and a half off the ground. It does. The hydraulics in it have, have uh, given lost away. their I have lost their oomph. Do we have any other options? Probably. But you know who else sits in that chair? Hans. Who's the roughest person on furniture that I've ever seen. Both uh, by omission and commission. Right. Is it, is he is a one? big fella. But, but he's not genteel. No. You think if I take one of those chairs out there in the uh, in the uh, the Star toy- Trek Enterprise chairs? Yeah, you think maybe one of those would do better? Can you do a show in one of those? I don't know, but right now my kneecaps are up around my neck. 
first of all, those chairs out there, well, why are we talking about this? Nobody knows what we're talking about. In, in our zone lounge, we have these big chairs that weigh about 1,000 pounds and don't roll. So roll. Yeah. I don't think uh, I don't. I don't. Are think they the greatest chairs ever not to roll the earth? But, you know, Gordon, you probably have a nice chair at home. Just throw it in the back of the truck. You have a truck these days. The, the chairs in our lounge look like Dr. Evil it sits in them and then turns very slowly around towards you. I just, you know, I, I just don't sit like this at home. I mean, well, we might as well be sitting on the ground. You look like you're squatting. <laughs> we'll let the chair up. There's a little lever down there. You can bring it back up. Yeah. Yeah, but it, then it sinks back down again. Over time, not immediately. This is very uncomfortable. I've been sitting well, then, here for five hours. Then fix the chair. All right. I, I was told, uh, Austin told me earlier that it didn't work. All right. You believe everything you're told? <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to derail anything here. Uh, if you're just joining us, the Jazz announced uh, Donovan Mitchell will miss the remainder of the regular season. <clears throat> Uh, Landry on Twitter says, so, more than just a sprained ankle? No. Last time I checked, a low ankle sprain doesn't keep someone out for over a month, right? I, I well, I think they're being super cautious with yeah. this thing. I think they want Donovan as close to 100% as possible because they don't want an injury to him or, or a lingering ankle to disrupt the playoffs. I, I, I don't know because I'm not a doctor. I'm not in those rooms. Uh, no offense, Landry, but either are you. None of us are. We mm -hmm. don't know. And this could be a strategy thing. I mean, the Jazz are still in first in the West. Yeah. So it hasn't really cost them anything yet to be overly uh, cautious and resting Donovan Mitchell. And even if it does cost them the top, top spot, which I still consider unlikely, I mean, they haven't really – it's not really going to affect them that much. Well, not enough to uh, be motivated to hurry him up. Right, exactly, because so. that's more important. Yeah, I agree with that. I do agree with that. It would be nice for the Jazz to finish first. I think that's nice symbolism there, uh, and 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 uh, I mean most of the teams that end up winning championships do finish first or at least second. Uh, so we'll see how it turns out for the Jazz. But uh, you know, I mean, last night's game is a perfect example of they really missed Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley in that game last night. Correct. That's why they you need them for the playoffs. They need them healthy, big big way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because when teams are gonna. Sit on him like that and switch defenses, and I just it, it it they need him. They need him in a big, big way. Obviously, the Jazz can't fulfill their potential without him. Uh, that that's plain. Two of their all stars. You said it right. Two of their three all stars. So it's difficult for them to make that up. They can do it periodically here and there, but just not on the reg, and that defines the playoffs because those games just come boom, 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 and. And uh, if the Jazz want to have intentions of uh, doing what they say they do, then uh, they're going to – that's it's a grind. And so they need him fully healthy, fully rested, ready to go. All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up straight ahead. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. I grind every day just so I can live a better life. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O' Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. There isn't much that makes Austin Horton angry. Wait, who are we kidding? Almost everything makes Austin upset. 
This is Austin's airing of grievances. The tradition begins with the airing of grievances. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, it is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I want to remind you to join us at the warehouse from 2 to 6 coming up on Friday, 1825 South 300 West in Salt Lake City. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. It's time for Austin's List. Of course, uh, the EP, Austin Horton, uh, has an enemies list, someplace you don't want to find your name, yet we put names on it all the time. Austin, who's going on the list today? Uh, first of all, China is going on the list. The entire country? The entire country of China. Well, not like the popul- not the people of China. Like, but the, like the Chinese Communist Party? Specifically, the those who are in charge of the space program okay. over there in China. All right. What they do. Uh, and also a little uh, town in Japan we'll get to in a moment. But first up, China and their space program. Because how is it possible that Elon Musk can figure out how to land his rocket exactly where he wants it to land? Like down to the centimeter. They landed that SpaceX rocket out on a floating buoy in the middle of the ocean on the waves rocking back and forth, and it'll hit dead, dead center, dead on. And yet the Chinese uh, space program just over the weekend said, uh, heads up, there's a big old piece of a rocket headed towards the Earth. We don't know where or when. Have a good weekend. How is that? How, how does that just get, skate on by? I think because that wasn't supposed to happen, right? It was supposed to leave the atmosphere, and it didn't. Fine. When Friday afternoon's not the time to be finding this out. Yeah, but yeah, but it, it's it, it was a it was an error. And we don't have anyone that that is in China there that knows where that rocket is and can do a little bit of math and maybe, you know, make sure it doesn't hit a school of children. Where are they suspecting that it is going to? It did it land, did land. Oh, in it the did. Indian Ocean. Oh, well. And most right. of it burned up in the atmosphere. Okay, good. But they were very, very, very quiet and uh, limited in the details they were sharing, which made me think that there was more worry on their end than they wanted to admit. Are you suggesting perhaps that Elon Musk has more money than China? No, I'm suggesting that Elon Musk is not uh, under the uh, communistic thumb of China. What was that great movie about the mathematicians and NASA? Oh, um, with Kevin Costner and Taraji P. Henson. Yeah. Uh, figures. Some Hidden figures. figures. Hidden figures. Yeah. That was a great Yeah, that movie. was good. I like that. And then Noto Japan and their politician go on the list today because they, uh, like a lot of places around the world, have been hard hit by the pandemic. A lot of people lost jobs and lives and are fighting back from actually having uh, got COVID. And this town decided uh, that they were going to take the $200,000 surplus they had for the year. Instead of divide it amongst the people and give them a, a, a stimulus check of, of sorts, uh, they bought a 29-foot-long, 13-foot-high statue of a squid for 200 grand. Awesome. <laughs> a squid? Yes. Now, Noto, Japan, is a, a fishing town, and they believe that this will, quote, the tasty cephalopod could cup, cook up interest from tourists, close quote. Yeah, sweet. So I think people will travel there for a little bit of squid, huh? It's like the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. That's, yeah, yeah, but 
You know what? You know what satisfied my want on this? I googled a picture of it, and that's all I need. I don't need to travel to Noto to see the squid. So, do you like squid? Have you ever eaten squid? I have had calamari, and I didn't care for it. But this, the people are people don't don't ha- can't feed their kids, and they're building buying two hundred thousand dollar statues to just plant on the ocean or on the beach. At least it's not, not okay. A, at least it's not a yacht. At least it's not a yacht. So Noto Japan and the Chinese Space Program, they go on the list today. All right, there you go. Watch yourself. By the way, I don't think Elon <laughs> Musk landed the, the rocket on the on the pad in the ocean on his first try. Didn't it take several? Okay, well. What happened to the others? You know what he didn't do? sank to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> but you know what he didn't do is call you up on a Friday afternoon and say, at some point this weekend, somewhere in the world, my rocket's going to land on the face of the earth. Have a good one. <laughs> it's not good. No, it's not good. Don't go outside. I'm kind of surprised it doesn't happen more. <laughs> like, how much garbage is orbiting oh, this? Uh, I there's there's all know. kinds of stuff up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, man. The great junkyard in the sky. Yeah, but my phone tells me the directions to where I need to go. So, you know, <laughs> good times. Maybe that's a, uh, a, a solution for our, like, garbage problem on this planet. Can we just launch it into space? <laughs> What, toxic waste? <laughs> Just shoot it out there into space? There's plenty of room out there. Isn't it infinite? Infinite? We're not doing anything with Pluto anyway, right? Yeah, just fire that garbage on out there. <laughs> now, do you mean you mean send it beyond the atmosphere, uh, clear to halfway to Mars? I don't care as long as it's not coming back. <laughs> Doesn't it freeze out there? Who cares? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wanting the stuff back, are you? You know, some some uh, rat who fell asleep in that garbage pile that would be <laughs> in for a real surprise. Not in Kansas anymore. Some people would love to go to space. It might be a lucky rat. All right, stay tuned. We'll have more big show coming up next. Ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty. The zone. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Another Tuesday comes and goes. Gordon, it's been fun today. It has been, and uh, lots to talk about now with the Jazz getting ready for their their big run. We're on the cusp. Yeah, know? last game is Sunday. Yeah. Which, by the way, we still don't have an official game time for, unless it, I missed that. The, the, the major th- and all 30 teams are going on Sunday, so it's... Uh, all the teams will uh, be uh, deciding who finishes where. And that's really what the, the question is now. The Jazz obviously have positioned themselves nicely for the postseason, but will they finish number one in the West? That, that's the question that remains. And we got that information today that Donovan Mitchell will not play throughout the rest of the regular season. They want him ready for the playoffs, and so that's what they're going to do. My question is, what about Mike Conley? Are they going to hold him out uh, straight on through to the end, too? Well, they haven't said that one officially. He is out for tomorrow, though. Yeah, so two more after that. We'll see what happens. But uh, I kind of have the feeling that Jazz is going to have to at least win two of the next three to give themselves a shot. If Phoenix can beat the uh, Warriors tonight, that's going to get dicey. Going into last night's game, the Jazz had a 90% chance of having the, the first mm. finishing first. I still think they do. Okay. Well, if they do, then none of this really matters because you want your guys ready to go anyway. And if they achieve their goal of finishing first, then 
They don't, then they don't need those two guys. So we'll see what happens. I'm going to keep keep an eye on that defense that Portland plays tomorrow night. Uh, or lack thereof? Well, I mean, there is that problem they have. But, you know, even if you're not a great defensive club, and by the way, uh, the Warriors are pretty good defensively. Mm-hmm. So we'll see whether that kind of strategy, how that works with the Jazz uh, tomorrow night. But, uh, yeah, and then, of course, they have the Thunder and the Kings thereafter. But Donovan Mitchell, just getting ready. All right, uh, we will talk to you tomorrow on the Big Show, Gordon. Have a good evening. What are you doing tonight? Uh, same thing I do every night with a newborn. I'm going to go home and change some diapers. See if I can't give, my wife, long? Can't give my wife a break, give the, the, uh, the three-year-old a bath, get her to bed. How often are you changing diapers? Uh, let's see. I've probably changed three or four today already. So how many tonight? Before I think? came in? Probably at least that tonight. Okay. Oh, I'm proud of you, Jake. That's what fathers do. That's good. Well, you did at least five times. <laughs> I did it. You that, only did five times. That is not true. That is not true. You know that's not true. Good source on that, by the way. That was, good a, a, a source. source who was joking. A source very close to the matter. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.